Hello. Well, no. <laughs> show hasn't quite started yet. Right. What I wanted to say is, how's it going? Hey, girls. Hey. We are sitting. Hello. Around. Yep. It's all of us. It's Patrick. It's Rab. It's the final four, Matt Bachman. <laughs> He's all of the four. Robert's also <laughs> here. On his phone, as usual. <laughs> um, so for those of you paying more attention than Robert, yes. um, we wanted to talk to you about uh, something special that we have going on now. We have started a Patreon. Ooh la la. Hey, hey. But what is a Patreon? What is a Patreon? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It sounds like patron, but but like you're you, you don't say it right. It's oh. absolutely funny that you should say that because it is like being a patron. Oh, you yeah. get to help us bring you more content, better quality sound, better uh podcasts, period. You get to buy my liquor. <laughs> that too, yeah. It takes a fully stocked bar to keep Rob happy. I'm going to go so broke. <laughs> help him. Help yes. him. Help, help her. She needs it. Help him help you to have a better podcast. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and say, please, go to our Patreon site, make a donation, and You'll get some friend. fun rewards. Yes. Each tier has its own special... Uh, surprise. We'll give you like <laughs> secret bonuses, some backstage nonsense. I might send you a D pick. <laughs> Patrick, how can you get to the Patreon? I, I'm afraid to tell people now because they might get a D pick. <laughs> they're getting a D pick whether they go to Patreon or not. And, we're, and give them the site, Rob. Girl, <laughs> you need to look up the clink tank when you're on Patreon. Cool. So do that. <laughs> Right away. <laughs> Get us help. Bye. I need money. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Clink Tank. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Clinks all around. Love that sound. The Clink Tank, where we talk about any and everything that's going on in the world while drinking. Ex well, no, I just fucked that up. <laughs> I talked myself into a corner. Let me try that again. The Clink Tank, where we talk about any and everything except politics. Thank you. While drinking. I'm Patrick Donahai, and with me is Robert King. Hello. <laughs> Love that energy. <laughs> um, not with us today is Rob White. He is away doing summertime things, but he'll be back soon. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, we have our guest host, Hi, <laughs> Matt. Such a shock. Matt Hi. <laughs> and also with us today, we have a guest. Seth Alcorn. Hello, everyone. Seth, how might people know you? Uh, how might people know me? Well, uh, I am in a sketch group in D.C. called Bad Medicine, and Bad Medicine has a podcast called Sketch Nerds, which drops weekly on Wednesdays. Uh, I also have an improv group, a Shakespearean improv group called the Artless Bards, and we perform at the Unified Scene Theater once a month. Uh -huh. So if you have uh, seen me around town, that's where you might have either <laughs> seen me or heard me. Awesome. Uh, and today we are drinking, well, with our concoction of the week, I'm going to spin it on over to Matt Bachman. What I are we it. drinking? So since we are uh, a little inside information here, we're, we're taping in the morning here. So we're doing a coffee drink and I, it's iced coffee. Uh, it's called from Calypia. 
Oh, no, how do you, th- how do you think that is? Khalifa? Khalifa? Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa made a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's premium black coffee um, with a little splash of TGI Friday's mudslide liqueur. Classy. And uh, since Sundays are my sweet days, um, I brought in some whipped cream on top of mm. it. I call this... The Bachman slide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna request that the next time I'm at a wedding. Yes, please. <laughs> can, you, can the DJ play the block uh, the Bachman slide, please? We can just. Yeah. What would be the song for the Bachman slide? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be something from Justin Timberlake or Insync. Well, I know. is it or is it from Bachman Turner Overdrive? Or Bachman. Oh, no. oh deep right. cut to play on words. Yeah. Play well, on it words. is quite tasty. Yes, it's nice, delightful iced coffee drink. Uh, yeah, tastes good. I give it five box stars. Of course yeah. you would. Of course you would. You know, I'm going to give it five box stars, and you know what, Matt? I'm going to give you five box stars. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to go into a realm that we're not supposed to talk about. Uh-oh. Which is politics. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But I'm not talking about national politics. Uh-huh. I'm talking about clink tank politics. Uh-oh. Oh. Clink tank politics. I, I think you... that Matt should be a permanent member of the oh, podcast. Robert King. Oh, yeah. I like you Coming now. in hot yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> some politics. This is a hot take. This it is, is a very hot, hot take. Hot yeah, take. you know, Matt, I first I, I didn't really like you <laughs> because you uh, called, you out called me Matt. out for not getting you a wedding gift, like purely for radio. Yeah. But you know what? You gave me iced coffee, and it's in the mornings, and I really wanted iced coffee. <laughs> so, so wait, that's all I had to do this entire yes, time? this entire time. Oh, well, if, 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 if you had brought me an iced coffee, like, every single time, I would have done this earlier. But now, now, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, and he's like, I mean, come on, Patrick. He's here. He always is just here. <laughs> as, you know, as a... As a, uh, I don't know, an, 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 an all-time listener, I did start at the beginning, so... Uh, right, right, right. Uh, but for, oh, you're very welcome. Uh, First-time guest, uh, I have to say that I am impressed that Matt came on the podcast as a guest, said I want to do this every time, and has, I believe, appeared on every episode since saying yeah. that, so that's very impressive. Thank you. It is, and... and like I don't, I can't remember. I think it was American Airlines said you're earning your wings every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a question: How did Robert and Rob earn their wings? Well, they were we were <laughs> founding members. <laughs> First of all, I I helped acquire. I set up the deal that acquired the apparatus for the podcast. I was here during the original iteration before we even got Rob. That's Did true, we? Yeah. Do we, do we dare talk about it? I mean, we live in Minnesota now. We so may or whatever. may have lost a friend. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, that's, that's the, we had a, the, the clink tank had a dark origin story. But anyways, <laughs> I'm trying to back when donate it, to our Patreon and we'll, it, you it, may it, learn it, the, you may receive an Elder Scroll. Which uh, will tell uh, you. Excellent. The clink tank origin story. Back when it was still the drink tank. for Back when it was still the drink tank before we realized. You all are just bringing all the skeletons. It's morning and I have iced coffee and I'm just I just think that Matt should be a permanent I member. So I want to be on the record as saying you. that. Okay. Yeah. I've never said that Matt mm. may or may not mm. earn his way to mm. be I've never said he could not be here. More noises to interrupt you. <laughs> that, but I have been here since the clink tank. Yes, I believe my first episode was when it was the when it became the Clink Tank. 
Yes, when we realized we were... When you realized that's true, yeah. officially. Yeah. Technically, I am a clinker. That is true. A clink to yes. that. Yeah, clink, yeah, to right. that. clink to that. We clink to that. <laughs> yes, yes, Matt. Again, Matt, you don't have to sell me, buddy. You don't, you don't have to sell me. You've got, you've, you've, you've got my support. Well, I also, to throw in there, I can add um, administrative value. If you wanted me to be part yes, of it. Yes, let's talk about your administrative value. <laughs> okay, let's talk I, about it. I uh, was perusing, uh, what, what's your Instagram handle? Maddie Box. Maddie Box. Yep. Uh, follow, follow Maddie Box on Instagram, because uh, I do. And that's where appeared before my eyes <laughs> this uh, a snap of our Clint Tank logo, which <laughs> had emblazoned across <laughs> it. Uh, not by my hand, by the way, because yes. I do, I, you know, create those things, uh, per, with permanent guest, Matt Bachman, <laughs> uh, which, you know, he said it himself, permanent guest, permanent guest. I would like, but, you know. But that only lasts for 24 hours. It's gone now. Yeah. That's well, then what the Snapchat is. And then the next slide, well, it wasn't Snapchat, it was oh, Instagram. So the, uh, then the next slide yeah. was, hey, we're taping today. If you got any questions, let me know. <laughs> Which I did think was very, you know, very in inventive and genius. Uh, I Thank appreciated you. it. So, so that was not what you had the issue with. It was the burning, the burning <laughs> gas It was the hubris with which you uh, decided to just, you know, uh, make the, yeah, make the statement across. Across the, the thing as well, a permanent guest. Social media is... The face that we want the world to see, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh yeah. So, so Matt was just expressing his wish to be a permanent guest on the Clink Tank. Mm, yeah. mm, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a tough crowd here. So, well, crowd. and you posed the question: Did you get any uh, responses? To I did. I got a couple people wanted to ask to do a "What You Reading" segment. Ooh. Um, and wanted us to dissect the Emmy nominations. Interesting. Ooh, it, so, the Emmy nominations. Yeah. Uh, Netflix got a lot of them. <laughs> Dissection. Done. <completed. laughs> we could yeah. it, yes. Robert, yeah. how is it that you're so concise there? <laughs> <laughs> and only there. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I uh, just, you know, I think that I'm concise when I when the situation needs it to be. Oh, okay. When I think the situation needs it to be. Okay, so it's a, it's a temperance thing. You yeah, kind of sure. you kind of uh, pick and choose. It was also comedy. It was a bit. Yeah, <laughs> that that now that we've dissected the bit, I think has lost some of its luster. <laughs> Not really, because dissecting bits uh, is uh, what Seth does. That's I mean, true. Sketch nerds, we, that's all we do is dissect sketch mm. comedy and bits. Yeah, Ho and hopefully humorously. And. and he, Completely. I listened to, again, all of your episodes. Thank you. And uh, I love it. I think it's an amazing concept. Uh, and it gets you thinking about comedy in a different way. And um, the the work that goes into, like, creating a sketch and, and then um, getting it on its feet and successfully or unsuccessfully yeah. uh, executing it is... Well deserved of a of a deeper look, and you guys do an excellent job. Well, thank you very much, Patrick. Uh, we were actually uh, a little bit concerned 
about it because, I mean, we will spend 20 minutes dissecting a sketch that ranges anywhere from, like, I think our shortest one was, like, one and a half minutes mm -hmm. up to, we've had ones that have gone for 11 or 12, but we usually, you know, so it's a much longer time talking about the sketch than the sketch would actually run. Mm -hmm. um, and we were also kind of surprised, uh, our producer Isaiah took a look, there's nobody else doing it that we know of. <laughs> and we were like, really? I mean, everybody's discussing everything else, but sketch comedy, no, all right. No, and uh, yeah, it, it's, I think you guys found a nice niche. I, I certainly, I certainly hope we did. I certainly hope it keeps going. That we, uh, we. I also just enjoy saying nice niche. Nice niche. You're, you're really proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm bubbling. Yeah, indeed. And I think I should mention at this point that Patrick, you yourself have guested on Sketch Nerds. Yeah. Although that episode, oh, really? that episode has not dropped yet. Yeah. I can't wait. Literally. Can you have <laughs> a sneak peek of what you chose, or is, you want to keep that? Yeah, uh, sure, yeah. Well, I, um, so the premise is, is that, you know, you, uh, as a guest, you pick a sketch to be dissected. And I, having had listened to the, uh, the episodes, I was like, oh, um, I want to, you know, go, I want to choose from a group that hadn't been represented or as much as others. Mm -hmm. So, uh, because, you know, like, Shows like Saturday Night Live have... We, we're kind of Saturday Night Live heavy at this point. So, because there's yeah. so much right. to pull so from. Much, yeah. um, so I chose from Mad TV, uh, it's called A Football Thing. Okay. And That's right. Yep. It's uh, with Josh Myers and... Um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, I'll look it up. But... Um, it's about two guys that are watching a football game, uh, the Buccaneers playing, I can't remember who, and they get, <coughs> when they, they get excited over a play, and all of a sudden, they start making out, just out of nowhere. Right. And then they're like, what the hell's going on? What is this? And then uh, they're like, oh, we just got excited about the game. It's nothing, yeah. it's nothing, nothing. They sit down, go back to watching the game, the score, get excited, it happens again. And then they it leads them into a discussion of, where their friendship is and what is happening. And mm. it's just, it's hilarious. Okay. It is. It really is. And it, it, it's actually, especially for, do you remember when it came out? Um, I want to say, say 2009. 2009. Oh. It, it, it's still, for what sketch comedy is, it's a really sweet look at that situation. There's a lot of sort of typical things that you'd expect to see in that sketch that you don't, which is kind of nice. Ike Barinholtz. I, the name. Oh, and yeah. I did not pull it from the internet that came out my brain. Was he on Mad TV? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. I love that's that. Where he, that's where he came that's from. That's where he started that, Well, that I knew. Yeah. I think oh, everybody I was him. on Mad TV at some point. Or another. <laughs> at some point. It did not last a me. long time. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, yeah, I, I will say, and we talk about it a little a little bit on the podcast, or Sketch Nerds, too. It, I'm actually kind of surprised that Mad TV lasted as long as it did, because they're, yeah. they're, they sort of, they were really swingy. They had really good seasons or shows, and then they had really bad seasons mm -hmm. or shows. Um, and uh, I was I was the other person to choose a sketch, and I chose uh, with Bob and David's better roots. Uh, with Bob and David, if you're not oh. familiar, is the sort of follow up to Mr. Show. It was a four episode Netflix um, uh, series that dropped, I think, in 2015. Yeah. Um, 
and with uh, Bob Odenkirk and, and uh, David, David Cross, Cross. Oh, okay. and uh, really just it, again, I don't want to go into this too much because we do talk about this a lot on Sketch Nerds. But uh, Mr. Show and with Bob and David is sort of a murderer's row of sketch comedy or comedy in general. There's a bunch of people now who are much bigger names than they were in the late '90s who wrote for and appeared on that show. Yeah. Um, but uh, Better Roots is essentially a reimagining of the root story <laughs> with right. with helpers instead of slaves. It, yes. it was like if, if white people uh, decided to sanitize roots. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the reason I chose that is because in, uh, like, there was a run on Sketch Nerds where all we did was talk about, like, Dave Chappelle uh, racial relations sketches. And at one point I was asked, well, do you think that white people can write a sketch like this? And I'm like, yeah, but it would have to be about how white people are terrible. Mm -hmm. And I saw Better Roots and I'm like, oh, this is a good one about how white people are terrible. And then we talked about it and we're like, they really didn't punch that enough. No. Yeah. 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 It it was quite a contrast to the takes that the Chappelle show had. Yeah. And we, yeah, and like you said, on the episode, we really do. We talk about how they could have improved uh, because they're you know it's with Bob and Dave they're they're great they're super funny and so there were elements within there that I'm like you know why didn't you do this more why why didn't you focus more on this aspect which would have driven the point that you were trying to make make much better and (laughs) not as mm, offensive (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like so, Dave, like Dave Chappelle's like frontline sketch. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like where he where, was a blind, uh, KKK. he was a blind KKK leader. Because yeah, <laughs> which was genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, so fun fact: I was uh, wrong. Football thing actually aired originally in two thousand and three. Okay. Which was so, another thing we were saying. Right. Which for that time, this yeah. sketch was. Oh my gosh! I mean, groundbreaking, uh, groundbreaking in a way, yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, like I said, the take that they take on it—it's not enough. It wasn't just a sketch where uh, they were punching down, making fun of you know, oh, two two guys coming out or thinking that they're gay. It was it was done so well, like yeah, yeah. I, I, I highly suggest you jump on the YouTube's, take yeah. a look at a football thing, yeah, Mad Go TV. On. It's Hilarious. Um, so, Seth, with you being sort of like a, uh, a, a comedy <coughs> Sherpa, if you will. All right, yes. That's right. I will I will carry you up the Everest of comedy. Hopefully we all won't die. Um, I have a question. Yes, I have an answer. So, my mom thinks I'm funny. Your mom thinks you're funny. Uh, and I was just wondering... Um, What's comedy? <laughs> What's comedy? No. Well, uh, in that case, Patrick, comedy is the resolution of the conflict between two competing schemas in an unexpected manner. Oh, you're such a smart one. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, yes, yeah. well, fun fa- another fun fact another you should know. Cool. That fun facts. Yeah. Too many fun facts. There can never be too many fun <laughs> facts. And this is That's sort of meta-commentary, yes, about what Patrick is about to say. <laughs> yes. Um, Seth, was on Jeopardy. 
Not oh. once, but multiple times. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We uh, talked about this in the Lost episode. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, Robert King. <laughs> this is a replacement episode. This is a the... episode that is new and fresh. Yeah, and... Faithful listeners, uh, <laughs> there, there, was, there was an incident uh, involving, I, I'm told, uh, terrorists. This is lies uh, and propaganda. <laughs> I don't... Uh, there is a there is a lost episode of the Clink Tank. We uh, we hope that it will be reconstructed and disseminated at some point. But uh, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to give too much away. But if it is ever found and disseminated, uh, you will notice that there is a certain amount of content that would appear in both the episode you're listening to right now and this other lost episode. I'm, I will be pointing out the uh, dif- the uh, similar content. We would, we, okay. we would expect nothing less. Well, I got to politics. Uh, you know what? I, I don't like to think of that episode as a lost episode. I'd like to think of this episode as more of a deja vu. A deja vu. <laughs> Good spin. Thank you. Um, I... You know, would say that possibly, you know, someone who shall remain unnamed. It was Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> May have had a little technical, you know, flippity do. <laughs> that that is in fact that's uh, inside podcasting right there. <laughs> All the podcons, you know, backstage people are going to talk about flippity doos. It's it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Get the t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a rite of passage to have an episode that just didn't we recorded and it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, every podcast I listen to, I think, has had at least one episode that yeah. didn't record or the recording was corrupted to the extent that you just couldn't listen to it or right. something like that. So I think that we just earned our stripes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for earning our stripes. It, you know, <laughs> see, I am constantly working for you. <laughs> and we had an audience yesterday who would be the only people who may ever hear it. Yes. And we, we had a notice they're not here they're not today. today. <laughs> <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> Except for Gary. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thank you, Gary. Oh, thank you, Gary. <laughs> Gary, our wonderful production <laughs> manager who takes such good care of us. He does. He, he does. does. He does. Uh, the best. He came in at 10 o'clock this morning and I <laughs> I was not I'm not prepared for this <laughs> I got other things I got to do today are you kidding your energy is just bouncing <laughs> off the yeah, walls I mean you know but it finally keeps yeah. you quiet so that's <laughs> oh, not about oh, it yeah, I, I like I had your back yeah, See, I, had your, I had your back See what I mean? this is this is yeah. what I, I love about Matt uh, because you know I'm not saying that I'm keeping tabs or running a, uh, any sort of like uh, chart, chart list yeah. you, in my head. And that if I were doing such a thing, Matt has the uh, the talent, Thank you. And <laughs> the ability to get so far ahead and then do something just put himself right back in a couple stuff. I'm glad you caught a talent. Oh, yeah. It is. Well, no, I think you're incredibly I would say talented. It's, I would say it's a bug and not a feature. It's a, it's a, it's a Bach bug? <laughs> See? That's also a bug. That, that, that's, that's another thing. That's branding. Uh, that's branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm a marketing major. I, uh, another thing I can help with the podcast, too. No, oh, I didn't know that. You're, that we're that's good because I don't, I don't want to do any marketing. You okay. don't do any marketing. This is true. This is totally true. <laughs> well, Robert, I, I have to ask, when, any, when Patrick asks you a question about the clink tank, what's your usual response? 
It's a podcast. All right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> or I don't care. Or I don't care. <laughs> or I, I mean, like, you know, I'm here. I mean, yeah. I'm like Thank talking. you for doing the absolute minimum <laughs> that you need to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The clink tank. I show up. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Oh, and I hear the sounds of whipped cream oh, in the whipped background, cream. so we are getting ooh, refills. Ooh. Thank, you. Right. Thank you, Gary. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. crazy straw. Regular coffee. And uh, a straw. So. Thank you. Sorry, what was sorry like? listeners, I was giving Gary some instructions. <laughs> so, what was Jeopardy like? What was oh, Trebek yeah, like? Uh, Trebek? Did you tell him to suck it? I, <laughs> I did not tell him to suck it. I did not actually quote any of the, um, the Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek Jeopardy <laughs> sketches. This was, by the way, uh, this was back in 2003, so those were really a big oh, thing at the time. It yeah. was right during the height of... Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I did ask him whether he uh, liked those sketches, and he said he did, but also that he prefer, uh, preferred Eugene Levy's impression from Second Ooh. City TV. Nice. Uh, which was yeah, it was, it was which was interesting. Um, which was also a uh, topic on sketch, sketch nerds. nerds. It was it was we we reviewed a sketch called Half Wits in which uh, Eugene Levy played an Alex Trebek character. There were a few others that weren't Half Wits. We ultimately decided that Half Wits was kind of cruel and probably. Uh, Should shouldn't have been <laughs> it shouldn't have been released to anyone. It was yeah no it was yeah. it was because um, what I like to do when I listen to sketch nerds mm-hmm. is when you guys announce what the sketch is I will pause the podcast then pause jump it. over to the YouTube's <laughs> watch yeah. the sketch because they're usually like two three minutes long yeah they're not terribly long and uh, usually. Yeah. And then jump back into <laughs> into the podcast, and which again I highly recommend that you guys yeah. you know listen to Sketch Nerds, subscribe, rate and review. We and we might, appreciate that. Might I, <laughs> yeah. might I uh, suggest a sketch to do a quick dissection right here? Well, to hold, give you like a hold one second. What, I just want to finish off what I was saying about. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you were done. No, yeah. that was <laughs> just. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're complaining about how long I'm taking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Continue, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but with this that sketch, mm-hmm. uh, it half Halfwits. Halfwits. Yeah. It was very um like a negative punching down on the other groups. And I was like yeah. and because I loved SCTV. And I just yeah. I didn't remember any other sketch like that. From them. There was, well, because I watched SCTV when it was on late at like, there was a, there was a period in the um, early to mid 90s where you could catch reruns of SCTV on, I want to say like Nick at Night or something right. like yeah, that. Because they were, yeah. Viewing. They were also doing Saturday Night Live at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I remember uh, finding funny at the time, uh, because I will admit that I was not always as sensitive to people who weren't me. Um, was a ma- the Macho Man sketch, where it was just everybody dressed up like the village people singing Macho Man, but they were acting exaggeratedly gay. Oh, and yeah. that, was the, that was the whole joke of that sketch, is that the village people are not straight. Yeah. And in retrospect, it's like, that's, I mean, okay, that's a really cheap laugh. And uh, it's honestly, these days, not very funny. Um, but that's what, uh, if Patrick used the phrase punching down, and if you haven't heard that before, what that means is, you write a sketch and you essentially take cheap shots at groups that are not as well off as you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it, it, like, 
And there is honestly, rather unfortunately, there is a huge tradition of this in comedy going well, well back. Uh, Somebody pointed out, in fact, that going back to Midsummer Night's Dream, the play within a play is essentially classism, where it's all the rich people laughing at all the poor people just screwing up a play. Yeah. Uh, Which has now ruined that scene for me, which is unfortunate, (laughs) because uh, I used to find it really funny, and now I'm like, oh, no, that's right. Okay, great. Look what they're doing there. Yeah. (laughs) I was was in Midsummer in college, and I was one of the rude mechanicals. Yeah. I got completely upstaged because I had to bring out a dog. Yeah. And, uh, an actual dog? An actual dog. They brought an actual dog, which was like as the moon or yeah. something. Yeah. Never and work with kids or animals. <laughs> yeah. And it, it did not matter what I said. It, I could be saying curse words, and it just didn't, it did not matter. That is also really, that is weird for me because that is such a small part of the play. I know. And it is funnier if you have a stuffed dog and you have it taped to your leg. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I I, yeah. I, I I worked so hard and then like, but once we brought it and I got laughs and stuff and I, I was like, man, I'm doing really well. And then they're like, all right, well, here's the dog for you to bring out. And I'm like, God damn you. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the video? Uh, this is an online video and it's really short of, it's like a cute, it's like a, Bichon Freeze sort of maybe poodly mixed tiny tiny white fluffy dog mm-hmm. who no one's around it jumps up on a piano bench starts plunking the piano keys and howling because it's seen its people do this enough times <laughs> that it knows that that's what you do with this thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. I have not seen that, but yeah. I will be looking at that. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's really cute. The dog thinks it's people. It yeah. <laughs> um, there was, oh, and I, there was one other animal incident. I saw this uh, production of The Wizard of Oz, and it uh, they had a live dog playing Toto, and it obviously belonged to uh, the girl playing Dorothy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really well behaved in most of the scenes, except for whenever, like, there's the scene where, uh, what's, I don't, the the woman who, when they go to Oz, is the uh, Wicked Witch, but when they're in Kansas, she's oh, Mrs. Mrs. Something or other. Whatever. Yeah. So there's this, where she's she's supposed to take Toto from Dorothy. Yeah. And Dorothy has her in a basket, has Toto in a basket. And she, and she went to reach for Toto, and Toto was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like Cujo. <laughs> I was in the audience howling. What was was the, the Toto that you saw an actual actually a cairn terrier or was yeah, it oh okay yeah. all right I mean, yeah. it was it literally was t- it looked just like toto yeah and that dog like any other time it would just do a little tippy 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 thing across the stage and and follow along nicely but if anybody tried to touch it other than yeah. dorothy <laughs> it turned into a killer <laughs> dogs have personalities they have very strong personalities and you got to be careful of that. You right. also have to, like, they have to be, you can't just train a dog, like, regular train a dog, and then go, and now you can be a star stage and screen. <laughs> it's like, that's not, that's not no going to work. thing as an animal trainer. Exactly. All dogs are actors, uh, yeah. including the clink tag. The clink tag dogs. <laughs> Lana and Gracie. Lana's here laying down. Lana's here. As is Gracie. She's right there. Yeah. Laying down. Not peeing all over the place. <laughs> anyway. For now. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Um, 
you just got a dog not too long ago, right? Yes. Uh, we just uh, we just got a dog about three months ago. Um, we adopted him from Homeward Trails. It's a local group. And uh, they actually got him from one of their, their partner groups, uh, Soy Dogs, which rescues uh, dogs from Thailand. So he's... A well-traveled dog. Oh, wow. Um, international dog of mystery. International dog of mystery. <laughs> and he really is, because we know we know nothing about him. <laughs> Unfortunately, some, like, behavioral things are starting to crop up, and we don't have, like, we're not sure why or what his triggers are. Mm-hmm. So we have a behaviorist coming in, uh, and let me just tell you, that's not cheap. No. That's not cheap to have that. But um, uh, his name is... His <laughs> let me spell his name first. Okay. His full name is... Uh, it's pronounced Erua Kuharkorn. Let me go through that. It's from the Gaelic. Uh, first name is A-O-D-H. Uh-huh. That's pronounced eh, because the people who transliterated Gaelic into English really did not care for the English people. So if you are a native English speaker coming to learn Gaelic, uh, mm. it is particularly difficult. Mm. Uh, middle name, which we usually call him, is Rua. That's R-U-A. It just means red. Okay. Um, because he's sort of a sort of a brownie russet color, mm-hmm. uh, and Ku Harcorn would translate to Harcorn's dog. Okay. Yes. Mm. So that's, that's say it name. again. Erua Ku Harcorn. Okay. In- I'm pretty sure you just summoned a demon. Summoned. <laughs> well, I, I was I was joking with Seth that that sounds like a dragon shout from Skyrim. It, oh. it really it really kind of does, and what it does is summon a really cute dog who's basically a good boy. With some behavioral issues, yeah, and it, it's that. but you know we all, uh, you know, I, it rem- it's interesting because I was talking with a coworker of mine who, uh, wh- whose dog has really bad separation anxiety, yeah, and can't leave the apartment, and she's like, I don't like, I, she's like, I got him puppy Prozac, and like I can't leave the apartment or anything, I I have to get a dog sitter, and then I'm like, that sounds awesome, I would love to have like a dog where I'm like, oh, I can't come to your thing. My dog has separation anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Using the dog as an excuse. Like, oh no, what's you? Yeah. You've got like, oh, you're having a, a barbecue. Oh, I can't make it. Dog's got separation anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yet another reason that you could just stay in your room <laughs> playing yeah. video games. Yeah, because the dog would be like, oh, you're here. I'm cool with that. And I'm like, cool. Speaking of video games, yeah. Seth, what are you playing? Oh Ooh, well, <laughs> that was a segue. That was a segue. I am uh, a hard turn. It would have been a smooth segue <laughs> if you had just all called Call that. Segway. Uh, I am currently hey, on. You know what? I like my segways. I'm sorry to interrupt, Seth. But again, are you? This is what happens. <laughs> I'm flipping my phone. Don't you? Don't, 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 you I'm flipping put, the put phone. Him, put him you already banged on the table. Next the thing we'll have Matt chewing ice. I'm flipping the phone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. yeah. There it is. There it is. I just flipped sorry. the phone, ladies and gentlemen. That's one demerit. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Gary, you are not allowed. You stay on the couch. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. boy. Sunday morning, Robert. Not a good place to be. No. <laughs> Robert that names himself. <laughs> yeah, Sunday morning Robert. I, I like Sunday morning Robert. I think that's the lesser known Maroon <laughs> 5 <you>, song. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> so Watch yourself, though. Yeah. What are you playing? Back to your segue. I, uh, I am currently on my, this would be my second and a half time through uh, Dragon Age Inquisitions. 
The Inquisition. The, <laughs> let's begin the Inquisition. Look out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, that is, uh, in fact, a real problem for me when I play this game is I can't get the, the Inquisition sequence from History of the World Part 1 out of my head. It's not really a problem. <laughs> I, it, it's really more of a feature than it is a bug say, because yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a great sequence. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only, my only, my real problem is I can't figure out a good way to parody that song to make it conform to Dragon Age, to Dragon Age Inquisition, but uh, rest assured I will be working on that later on. Challenge accepted. (laughs) Uh, But uh, what happened uh, was the reason that this is um, playthrough 2.5 is that some friends of ours were staying with us for a while. They had a PlayStation 4, and I started playing Inquisition but didn't finish it before they left. So then I ended up getting the regular version for the 360 because the downloadable content was not available. And then recently, for reasons that were not great in a purchase I'm, I'm not sure I should have made, I went ahead and got a refurbished Xbox One, and now I can play the uh, full Inquisition with all the downloadable content. Let, let me say that was a great purchase. There's a lot of great games that you can play on Xbox. I, I get yeah. that, and for game playing, it was a good purchase. It was just for this week with the, the dental work and the vet and the behaviorist coming that it was like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't spent that $200 plus oh. to get that game and that well, yeah, station. I mean, you know. But I didn't know that was happening at the time. Like, yeah. I, I bought, yeah. It's I, always the way. Right. I bought the <laughs> Xbox One, and then all of a sudden there was all this other stuff. Uh, but yeah, I just, um, it's a really, for me, engrossing game. It con- it combines some of what I think are the best features of Skyrim with uh, the story of um, the uh, the Dragon Age world, which, which for me is, um, just uh, hits the sweet addiction spot and makes me want to spend all my free time down in the basement with the dog curled up next to the recliner. Uh, as I play the game, and he chews on his toys and occasionally bits of cardboard and paper yeah. that somebody let him have. <laughs> Dragon Age is a, uh, for a quick primer is set in a fantasy world. It is, and uh, and yeah. a, a fantasy you, world goes with our movement. If for those podcasters listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantasy world. Yeah, it's it's honestly, and it's the arm movement. This is going to be very specific, but it's the arm movement. If you're singing magic to do from Pip, that is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what's it's, happening. It's, it's interesting because that you talk about Skyrim because I have been playing through uh, Skyrim. I got the remastered on my Xbox One and have been playing through it for the first time in like I think five years or something. Yeah, and yeah. Was, I did that too recently. Yeah, yeah, and and the interesting difference, I, I would say the, the one of the biggest differences between Skyrim and Dragon Age is not only, but in 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 Dragon Age you always have a team. Yes. That you're rolling with. Yes. You have to have like two other dudes or no, three other dudes. You have yeah, three, three other, other people. Dudes. Or or dudettes or, or women. Yeah. Lady you know. dudes. <laughs> and uh, you basically go around and you give orders to your team and stuff like that. Where Skyrim, you're like, you're a lone wolf. You are a lone wolf. You can sometimes get a companion. Like right now I have a vampire. Oh boy. Her name's Serana. Yes, I have, I have a story about that. Oh, well, dude, you got to talk about that. That's well, okay. 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 So this is um, part of the Skyrim uh, DLC. It's the Dawnguard expansion. Uh, and one of the things that you can find in the Dawnguard expansion is this vampire named Serana, who's a cool vampire. She's not like the other vampire. She doesn't really want to drink blood. She just kind of has to because she's a vampire. Right. Um, and she's also a necromancer, and she will follow you around uh, and uh, help you out in fights. Yeah. So the problem was... 
I was in a uh, I was in a small town in Skyrim. It's it's Ooh. the first it's the first tiny village that you go to. Riverwood, I, think. I think it was yeah. Riverwood. Yeah. So I'm in Riverwood. And while I'm in Riverwood, a dragon shows up, which is one of the things that <laughs> oh, yeah. happens in that's Skyrim. A, that's another uh, thing about Skyrim. Dragons will just randomly show up. They're really hard to fight sometimes. Yes, yes. Uh, and you have to fight them. But you have to fight them. So the problem is is that the, the Skyrim non-player character uh, AI programming is set to terminally dumb. So the city guard or the village guard comes in and they start right. They start helping out, uh, which usually means getting in my way. Yeah. Now the problem is that Serana, who is also a non-player character, casts spells and she casts area of effect spells without really regard to who's in that area. So she hits a guard, and the game is programmed. If you attack a guard, they immediately attack you back. Yes. And if you're out in the daylight attacking a guard, all the other villagers are like, hey, they're attacking a guard. These are bad guys. We got to get them. <laughs> so after I killed most of the guards and a couple, <laughs> a couple of the villagers. Oh, no. The bounty for you must have been extraordinary. Well, I was rolling with so much cash. I had like, when I, when I stopped playing this time, I had something like 200,000 gold pieces because I just didn't cool. need it anymore. Yeah. Um, did you buy houses and adopt I, I bought houses. I That's a thing you can do in the game. Yeah, you can actually you can actually build and customize your own house yes. uh, with the uh, Hearthstone expansion, <laughs> which is one of the things that I have. It, so when you adopt these children, yeah, you could, yes, and you could adopt so, children. So I'm just getting Skyrim. images from yeah. community no, but, of, of yeah. Like, cool, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Skyrim is littered with uh, NPCs, uh, and some of them are kids, and sometimes they'll have these uh, dialogue choices where they're like, "What's your story?" It's like. Well, my parents died from a dragon. It's like, oh, I've always been an orphan on the streets. And yada, yada. <laughs> yeah, like, like these super sad stories. And it's like, oh, and then it's like, you have to buy a house. You have to add a kid's room to that house. Yeah. And then it gives you an option. Do you want, I could adopt you. And they're like, really? Okie dokie. Uh, there's nothing I love more than when I'm playing a video game. Is a depressing backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can adopt them and they're, they're like, if you but go that's back kind to your of house, it. Can, like they don't yeah, do anything. It. You can also yeah. get married in game, but then the person that you marry usually is your companion. So you're going around getting <gasps> fights. I can marry together. Serana. You cannot marry Serana. Damn it! It's, it's, it's unfortunate it's because that's <laughs> that's that's what I wanted to do, but I could. Um, so the the reason that I like Inquisition, that I favor Inquisition over Skyrim, is because I like a good plot. Uh, I I uh, recently um, it, it occurred to me that the a good summary of Inquisition is that really uh, there's a hole in the sky that can only be filled by you. Aww. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that is that's that's really that's really what's going on. But it, it it's just a fun game. Um, it, it, it's, it is. It, it is it's it's like because there's this plot, it's not as open world as Skyrim. But like I said, some of these regions are huge. There's tons of stuff to do in them, and they all. And what I like about it again is that all of the stuff you do comes back to you somehow. Even if it's a quest that doesn't seem like it has anything to do with what's going on, you gain power and influence, not just experience. So it's like by helping people out or by solving these problems, you are raising the profile of the Inquisition. Yeah, so I, I will say, by the way, that these, uh, these games do have sex scenes. 
Um, they are for the most part PG. Sometimes same sex in, as well. I was just about to say. Oh, that. there is. Yeah. There, there's. There. No. Oh yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, there's a rather Mass Effect. There's yeah. a rather famous uh, or infamous scene in the first one where you meet a pirate who plays a bigger role in the second game. And one of the ways you can get the information that you need is to do the James Bond thing and sleep with her. Mm -hmm. And depending on who you have a relationship with in your party, if you have a relationship with a specific uh, um, other person or one of two specific people, depending on what you've done, your girlfriend can come up and say, I'm into it. <laughs> and if you have yet another person in the party, uh, that dude shows up and says, well, why don't we make it a 4G? Nice. And, I mean, not in those words, but this is a thing that can happen. Now, they don't show that one. They don't show that one, but... But... They let your imagination decide. Yeah, they, uh, there's definitely, sure. definitely, yeah, so... Yeah. That scene so, is dirty. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, have like, to, I have to depart uh, for a little bit, but I did want to... Um, do my whatcha watching? Okay. Yeah. Which uh, I had, oh, like, I think. Can a... I? Can I just for a quick segue for just a couple of seconds? And then I know, so, I know you have to go. It's yeah. not, it's not that big. I just want to point out one of the things about uh, Mass Effect on Andromeda, which is the game that yes, that's Robert the, doesn't want to it, talk that's about. That's the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh, Mass Effect game. One of the interesting things about it is that Bioware was so interested in promoting it because they were going to do a lot of DLC online stuff with it that they are not now doing. They're not it doing it because it was a failure. But DLC uh, downloadable, downloadable content, content. yeah, expans uh, expansions, expansions. Uh, inside so, info. <laughs> uh, they they decided to produce a series of novels about it, and uh -oh. they got top tier science fiction and fantasy people to write these novels. Uh, N. K. Jemison, who's won, I want to say a Hugo. No, I, she's definitely won a Hugo. She might have won a she World won a Fantasy. Uh, she might have won a Nebula. Uh, N.K. Jemison, who has won a lot of things, wrote one of them or co-wrote one of them. And Cat Valente, who is also like uh, uh, a heavy hitter in terms of uh, like mythopoetic fantasy and science fiction, has one that's coming out this year. So while the game might not have done very well, it certainly has gotten me to buy uh, licensed content novels for the oh. first time in yeah. quite, a, quite a while. Mass Effect 4 is also like, it's, it's like it's randomly not to do with Mass Effect 1 through 3. Okay. It's completely different. So anyways, yeah. I wanted to, uh, I have to leave, but I wanted, so in the last episode, I talked for, <laughs> no, don't don't start it yet because I'm doing a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a bit. And I, I don't start your time, time yet. Time so I wanted, to, I wanted to, I, I spoke for 10 minutes at length for my What You Watching. At least. Which was, at least, uh, at least <laughs> which was about the 1980-something uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme classic, Cyborg. And I, since Patrick's being such a dick about time <laughs> I you're welcome am, listeners <laughs> I am going to go through this whole thing in two minutes two I minutes. don't believe oh, it two excited. minutes so ladies and gentlemen the two minute cyborg right now I got the stopwatch okay so let me let me ask this what happens if you go over two minutes I gotta what, stop I have hard stop hard, hard stop. stop no matter where hard you stop. are in the sentence no matter where I am you stop. I am stopping now can we ask you questions it. between does that count as the two uh, minutes I'm gonna say I'm no. gonna say no. no. I'm gonna say he no. has to. No. We, I have it's, to go it's two minutes. This. It's 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 his two minutes. Oh well, well if you if you want, <laughs> yeah. I can I can do one. Yield my time. 
Uh, and no I yielding. stopped the clock. No, 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 no the, yielding. This is a filibuster. All right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. And, that's fine. Uh, Gary, if you will, at, at if you can give us a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two minutes. Two minutes. Ready? Step away from the mic. You don't two. even... Don't worry about your time. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stopwatch I'll, it. I'll do this. I, I'm, I'm going to look at it, too. So okay. I have my stopwatch ready. And... Hold up. All right. God damn it. Two minutes on the clock. Go. Go. All right, so Cyborg is just awful. <laughs> it is this movie where uh, I saw the tagline that said Cyborg and then Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I immediately thought, Jean-Claude Van Damme is going to be throwing kicks, and he's a cyborg. Well, you're wrong. He's not the cyborg. Instead, there's some random lady who has information about a plague to cure a plague that will uh, help this, like, basically terrible Mad Max-ish type of, like, post-apocalyptic world. So anyway, she meets up with Jean-Claude Van Damme, who, who will be now JCVD uh, for time purposes. I shouldn't have explained that. That's taking away time. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, she meets up with him, and he's like, oh, I can help you bugs with Atlanta. And she's like, cool. But then these batch of pirates come up, and they're like, uh, oh, I'm going to take you, the lead pirate that Patrick has a crush on, uh, is like, oh, I'm going to take you to uh, Atlanta, where the scientists are, and uh, I'm going to take your cure, and I'm going to sell the cure for a profit. Ha, 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 ha. And so John claude Van like, oh, I'm going to get you guys. So he meets up with this chick. They go down, uh, they try to follow the pirates down to Atlanta. Uh, 30 minutes in, John claude Van Damme hasn't kicked anybody yet, and it's ridiculous. And so he finally kicks someone. It's kind of cool because he has a blade in his boot, and the blade comes out and he like does the kick and like slashes this guy so that's actually pretty cool but the movie itself is pretty terrible because there's a lot of slow motion there's a weird part where they're in the sewer being chased by the pirates and John claude van damme does the splits above <laughs> someone in the seconds. sewer and he just has a knife and he's like slow motion stab so it's just really weird and slow motiony and there's just it's just bad like apparently the pirates Watch John, so John claude Van Damme had a tragic backstory <laughs> where they, the pirates were doing uh, stuff and then they, they was banging and but then he bang, tries to bang the other girl. They get to the place Five and John claude Van Damme stabs <laughs> the other Three, guy on a thing two, and so one, he leaves. I think I got through most of it. That is the two-minute right. cyborg. <laughs> and from now on, that will be how Robert does no. all of this. Love that. No, that was ingenious, no. Robert. We have to keep no. that. So, we are in the midst of recording, and Robert had to take a little powder. A powder? What is that? He beat it. He, you know, like, left with a cloud of dust trailing behind him. Like, beat me. He beat me like a, you know, like a cartoon character. So we're going to take this opportunity to split this episode into two. So I want to thank Robert for giving the time that he had to help us record <laughs> and re-record being able to still honor his commitment that he already made so good on you Robert yeah good job Robert always that, leave them wanting more be yes, back for the next episode we also have Gary sitting on, in yeah, on Gary's the mic. on mic apparently I get to talk sometimes I, this is new and interesting and I love it no one has told you not to talk I, I no I just mean the knowledge is new <laughs> you just learned how to talk 
No. <laughs> and I am eloquent beyond measure. You certainly are. <laughs> and again, thank you for all the help that you're giving us here on the Clay Tank. Flight attendant duties come in handy throughout life. So, so appreciated. Matt, final thought? My final thought is stick around after you take the long episode because then you get to do a little bonus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Listening to part two coming up next week. On the Quick Tank. On Bye. the Quick Tank. Yes. Bye.